Hello, my name's Andy Rose, and I'm a technical advisor at IMCA, where I look after the Competence and Training. Over the next few months, the Competence and Training Committee will publish a series of articles in our in-house magazine, Making Waves, and supplement these by podcasts, wireside chats, and online articles, all looking at various aspects of the competence process. In the first article, we'd like to look at what is it to be competent? We encounter terms related to competence every day in our work-related activities. We use a competent-based system or our workforce is fully competent. They're both common phrases used, but do we fully understand what competence means? Most of us know that competence involves skill, experience, knowledge, or ability, and that it's closely related to safety in a working environment. Now, these things are all true, and a competent person would certainly demonstrate these qualities. To be truly competent, an individual would need to be able to demonstrate all of the qualities consistently while being assessed against measurable criteria. For instance, knowing how to drive a car does not mean that you can necessarily drive one safely. To become a competent car driver, you need to be able to demonstrate to a qualified driving examiner that you can carry out basic maneuvers safely and confidently under a variety of road conditions, and also be able to answer a series of questions based on the highway code correctly. And even then, you're only starting out on a journey to becoming a competent driver. You'd be expected to gain more experience and skill as you progress. And you're also only qualified to drive a certain class of vehicle. There are other examinations and levels of competence would be required to be able to drive, say, a heavy goods vehicle or a public service vehicle while carrying passengers. So assessment against the measurable and established criteria is therefore an important part of the competence process. And competence is not a static process because tasks, equipment and processes that we use in our operations can change and will develop. If you're working regularly, repeating certain tasks and keeping up your knowledge of new developments, then your competence is likely to remain intact and up to date. But what happens if your circumstances have changed? For example, you may have worked offshore as an ROV supervisor for the last five years with all the appropriate competencies. But then the industry suffers a downturn and you may not work for, say, perhaps three years. When the industry bounces back and there are suddenly a lot of jobs around, are you still confident as an ROV supervisor? It may be necessary to re-establish your competence level. It may involve dropping a grade to allow time for you to be properly assessed before being reinstated to your former grade. A competence assessment process is provided to ensure that all the participants in a competence scheme are assessed against common core and task specific criteria at the appropriate level for the grade being assessed, and that the assessment conditions are applied to all candidates equally by an assessor who is a senior and technically competent in the subject matter area. Now, it's not always possible or practical for the assessor to be present at the workplace doing an assessment. If this is the case, a proxy witness who also should be senior and technically skilled in that area, may observe the candidate's work and provide a written statement of their observations as evidence to support the candidate's competence assessment. This process can be supported with written and or verbal questioning to establish the candidate's knowledge of the subject matter. The final element of any robust competence scheme is the verification process. This is an independent check and it ensures that the correct assessment procedure has been applied and adhered to correctly and fairly throughout the assessment process, and that the correct recording procedures have been adopted. This represents a quality assurance check. So to briefly recap, to be considered competent in a task, a candidate needs to be able to demonstrate skill, knowledge, ability, and experience, 
and to do so to the satisfaction of a technically skilled and senior assessor. The whole process must then be verified to ensure the assessment process has been followed accurately and completed correctly. So that concludes our first instalment of the Understanding Competence series. Uh, we hope it was useful to you and we hope you'll join us on the, on the next edition. Thank you. <laughs>